0: What's up? This is Matt Franco. And
1: this is Eric Diddleman. Welcome to Mind Over Magic.
0: It's so good to be here with you, Eric, and the listeners. Uh, I, love, I love being able to get together with you and do this and also give people kind of the inside scoop on what's going on in Vegas, New York. Magic industry in general, performance arts, all the above, and uh, life at home.
1: That's going to be our plug when we tell people what the podcast
0: is now. I'm just going to take that snippet. But You, uh, you couldn't just
1: respond. I, you I, had no, to I'm point out respond. that I was doing a plug. <laughs> but I was going to say, Matt, I, I love <laughs> chatting with you every week. Uh, just to have a set time to talk magic and nerd out about magic and mind reading and stuff like that it's it's it is great. fun it's really great and i'm glad our listeners are here and i love interacting with them as well so uh, again if you uh ever want to write us an email and have topics that you want us to dive into or even just to say if you agree or disagree on certain things you know that helps us kind of know where to steer some of the conversations so but we we always find stuff to talk about but you can email sure us do at uh we'll do the plug right at the top look at that right at the top mind over magic podcast at gmail.com you can send us those emails but matt we are recording early this week because uh you are uh taking some time off uh to enjoy some uh little r&r which is nice mm-hmm. um yep. so we don't have like current up to date what we just did this last week but that just means we'll have more for the following week <laughs> to double down on uh right but um but let's get into um, uh, a discussion we had a couple weeks ago about uh, secrets. Matt, you went on; uh, you were very passionate about your thoughts about uh, how magic magicians treat secrets, but secrets. But more importantly, how like interviewers and media and the outside of the magic world kind of views how ma- magicians keep secrets. Yeah, and I want to clarify your point. And this is what I think it is. And okay, tell me, tell me if I'm wrong. I think you still think magic secrets are important for magic to work, right? As a magician, we need to have secrets in order to uh, create this moment of wonder. But it's all about the emphasis of the magic secret as if it's going to make or break a show, the entertainment aspect of it. So the fact that an outside source thinks all magicians have our secrets, there's this emphasis that they're important. uh, And they think magicians are kind of subconsciously displaying this importance <laughs> throughout so that they're like, well, we got to get you. Cause you got the magic. Is that close a little bit, a little bit off? What are you thinking? I
0: think it like, I'm not sure if secret is really the word, the right word. Um, in some magic, it's essential for the method mm-hmm. to be hidden yes. in order for the spectator or a participant to feel wonder Mm. it's also necessary for someone watching a movie to not have it quote unquote spoiled ahead of time Mm -hmm. to experience the movie in the way that it was intended to be experienced
1: to experience surprise right
0: to experience the surprise however once i've seen that movie without Mm. it being quote unquote spoiled ahead of time the movie is not spoiled. I experienced it the way I was supposed to experience it.
1: That is a good point. I agree with that.
0: So that's an interesting thing. So yeah, if someone like (laughs) spoils, it's ruined. If it's like given the information ahead of time, Mm -hmm. it's spoiled. If someone chooses to purchase a book or learn the method from a friend or make their own speculation later on, I'm not sure that it ruins it. I think we just need to get away from the word ruins it. Right. Or, or yeah. the phrase ruins it um, because it's only a spoiler if it's beforehand to me. Mm. And if it's mid-experience, if you're in the moment of wonder, which is like a hard place to get to, right? But right. if you're an audience member and boom, what you've experienced and you're in the moment of wonder... Mm-hmm. The only way that's really going to get killed is if it gets killed in that exact moment. I'm not sure mm. that it gets killed a week later.
1: Yeah, because they're still remembering that experience and that feeling stays with them. Even yeah, after now it's knowing- a memory of wonder. You're not yeah. still in a state of wonder. Sorry, right, right. but you're not. Yeah, like
0: as much as magicians, we might want people to be, but like, no, it it dissipates like every other feeling in the world.
1: Right, right. So you're remembering that exact moment that brought you wonder. <laughs> even if you then after the fact know a little bit of the secret. quote Or secret. the whole yeah, secret. The whole I mean secret, it's better yeah.
0: to know the whole thing than to know like mm-hmm. one part almost to me. Yeah. Um so yeah, I just think we just need to get away from like the idea we're we're only shooting ourselves in the foot by agreeing with media that like we're ruined if the secret is revealed. Like no, yeah. it's it's no different than a movie spoiler, which is I believe and the reason I say this is because I believe it's true. Yeah. Yeah. I don't want you to tell me that, you know, I was just going to like literally say a Cobra Kai spoiler. I won't do it. <laughs> like, I, I don't want you to tell me before I watch it what happened, but mm-hmm. I'd love to talk about it after.
1: Yeah. Yeah, that's true. And, and, and doing that shared experience. So I th- what I'm trying to clarify is that like, it's it's the emphasis on a secret, right? I I'm, I still think Again, there's certain mechanisms that make things uh, create that wonder that have to be veiled. We'll say rather than using the secret word over and over. I, just, but, just to be very yeah. clear,
0: too. Sorry, I choose to veil it all.
1: Yeah, yeah. I,
0: I'm not. You know, I'm not interested in. Mm-hmm. I want people to make of it what they will, but continue yeah, you're, just like some directors or showrunners yeah, won't yeah. tell you what that ending meant, mm-hmm. right? Right. Anyway,
1: yeah. But you, it's not like you're coming out and saying like, "Well, secrets don't matter. Let me expose everything," because you're not in that camp either, right? You're not like we're going to expose something for the sake of exposing things. Magic doesn't matter. You know, the secrets of magic don't matter because they do. They do. We're respecting those who came up with things, and the, all these elements are coming together to create that that feeling we we're just talking about. But it's not something that we should be, you know, dying on a sword if something gets out because there's so many different elements. And if we're putting so much importance on it, it's therefore putting a lot of importance for those viewing magic as well. Does that make sense a little? <laughs>
0: yeah. I mean, the only time it should be a concern, let's say, like, because there's a lot of rampant exposure and even, like, done maliciously sometimes yeah. um, on, say, TikTok. Mm-hmm. So, like, what is the fear? Okay, so someone exposes. Uh, let's just say, I don't know. Can we think of an ex- any example? Um, well, let's not
1: expose it. just for the sake of exposing. <laughs> on our What's pod- that? Well, let's not expose just for the sake of exposing. Yeah, right, on our right, own right. Podcast.
0: <laughs> so something is exposed. Like, what is yeah. the fear now? Okay, the fear is someone is going to watch this. Before, like, because most people are thinking selfishly, right? So, like, Mm -hmm. let's just put it on our own terms. So, like, we see someone expose trick X, whatever that is. Mm -hmm. And the fear is someone is going to watch that, and then they're going to see that before they see me do it. Is that the fear? Because that would spoil it. It's like finding Mm -hmm. out the ending to the movie before you see the movie.
1: I Is that the fear? Maybe the fear comes from... Uh, if you know that's valid though yeah that is valid although it's like not
0: likely that the the same people watching it are also sitting in your audience but there's got to be some overlap at some point
1: i Uh. think i i'm trying to play both sides and seeing both sides of the argument here because i i know where i stand on this too but i think the fear is uh that learning say a move or a principle Will then make those principles obvious when they see it used in another way in another context. But see, I, now, I think don't think
0: there's much, much of an argument there. Which I think, sorry to cut right, you off. I think you're right. going to get into. <laughs> you're right.
1: <laughs> I think as performers, even though if people are aware of a concept, you can still mask it, eliminate it, close the door, and they're never going to know that concept exists. And I mm-hmm. think. Uh, especially, you know, like there's a talk about doing this with mentalism as well as like, you know, the idea of seemingly reading people's minds, right. And walking that fine line, some walk closer than others, uh, when it comes to mentalism, but like, sometimes like the methods could be easier from an outside perspective if they just knew the secret. And then if, you know, they're only doing this or that, you know, it's not the, uh, uh, years of dexteritous skill necessarily, but like psychological skill is a whole different aspect of it. So they think like, if you could see that and understand the psychological principle, that everything else is going to unravel easier. And then this illusion of mind reading is not palpable, but I think the performer can work around those and close those doors. (laughs) And I think it's all, you know, it's, there's different strategies. I mean, there's certain things that I do in my show. Obviously I don't want secrets getting out, but just the fact that I'm admitting there's, you know, secrets would spoil that as well. <laughs> you know, so I think I'm automatically doing what you're trying to do by de-emphasizing that there's anything to look for anyway.
0: Absolutely. Right?
1: <laughs> but Absolutely. I'm also not super concerned if someone who's generally fascinated or, you know, wants to to learn more about it learns as well. Because I don't think I'm the gatekeeper that should, you know say who should learn an art form or not you know there's that element as well
0: well here here's here's another part of the argument mm-hmm. is you went to fism mm-hmm. i know danny DRT's is one example but i imagine there were many more i mean you, you, your your review on seeing that lecture because yeah. there were performances as part of it was i believe the quote was like i felt like a little kid again is yeah. that what you said something right. like that and why did you feel like a little kid again because well, you were fooled over and over. But also, like, you weren't fooled by uh, scientific contraptions that were like you had right. never seen before. You were fooled with principles that you know exist.
1: Stuff that he's he's done and combined in new ways that... He's using it masterfully. Yeah, exactly. And, again, there's nothing to even look for. Right.
0: <laughs> <laughs> right? But, I mean... I, I get fooled all the time mm. by things mm. like even by someone like Danny, who I actually like study their work and still I'm fooled by things that I'm familiar with, but not just with him, but performers in general. And uh, I, I guess I should shout out too, Um Chris Ramsey mm. posted uh, a video on YouTube. He has a huge YouTube following, by the way, magician mm. Chris Ramsey. Yeah uh check out his youtube and he posted something recently with some controversial ideas Mm -hmm. about magic and secrecy that you can agree or disagree with but there were some videos of him watching magic at fism just and other magicians too like doug mckenzie and so on Mm -hmm. just getting their mind blown yeah and they've been around magic for quite a bit of time decades so like if we're being fooled by magic with principles that we may or may not be familiar with cuz think about it if we're fooled with the ones we're not with, that we are familiar with right what does that say about
1: the ones that we're not exactly exactly <laughs> cuz there I, are both out there so i i think the art form is going to survive regardless Like, we need to remember that. We know that. We know that. There's proof. The internet didn't come out yesterday. Exactly. Exactly. It's been around. Nor did the mass magician. Right. And it's going to, I think it's putting a lot of energy into worrying about a secret getting out when that energy can be better directed at figuring out how to put on a show that creates the emotion you want out of the audience and the entertainment value and what journey you want to take them and what message you have to say. And those are the things that I'm always more fascinated with as a performer than, Oh my God, are they going to figure me out, you know, or something like that. And I think if we're in that mindset, then we're almost telegraphing to, like you're saying, the media or whoever, the audience that, 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 that secret's so important that they've got to root it out themselves. (laughs)
0: <laughs> yeah here's a big part of why this 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 whole secret ruins the trick thing gets a bad rap right because let's mm-hmm. say there's a ball floating on stage and there the mm-hmm. method is there's a string from above that's holding it that people can't see and, and you seen
1: penn and teller as as a prime example they specifically do that they show how it's or they mention how it's done sure which w-
0: isn't what i was referencing <laughs> right. but if it helps to picture yeah. it that way sure because that ball never floats
1: uh, yeah, well, yeah. Let's just say for
0: just for the sake of really, because their gotcha. presentation is very unique. It's a whole different mm-hmm. thing, right? Let's just say there's literally a vertical string holding up a ball and no one knows that string is there. And as soon as that ball rises, it's a moment of surprise and it also feels like you can see everything and there's nothing holding it up. Okay.
1: Mm-hmm.
0: So people are currently experiencing wonder, but in that moment, a light goes askew and now creates a glare on that string. Mm. The wonder is boom that that bubble is popped. Yeah. Right. That does ruin that does, does ruin the experience of wonder. It does. So that is that's why it's a gray area. So like yeah, if you're currently experiencing wonder or knowing the method ahead of time prevents you from experiencing wonder? Mm. Sure. Mm-hmm. But once you've experienced it and it's essentially over, right. It's hard to not experience, you know what I mean? Like, that's it. Now it's a memory of wonder. Now you can move on, just like seeing the end of the movie. Now we can discuss the plot.
1: I I, I feel comfortable discussing this scenario, especially because of Penn and Teller and their career, which kind of is staked on exposing, you know, and a lot of things, and still having the audience appreciate, you know, Mm -hmm. whether, you know, they're they're famous clear cups and balls, you know, the fact that you're seeing all the moves, but still you can't follow it. And that's kind of the beauty of it, right? Right. (laughs) You're seeing that, you know, certain things are in cups before they should be, but you don't know, you still don't know how they got there and you're watching everything, right? Right, right. So there's like this beautiful kind of juxtaposition where you can appreciate some of the skill and technique that goes into it, but I think the fact that, you know, that should never be a priority of right? <laughs> just like
0: what shouldn't be a priority
1: of, of figuring out what it is like for the audience that the, the, I don't want the audience to be there sitting like, well, all I want to do is figure out how this is work. And if you're telegraphing that as a performer, then I don't think we've done what we can to even create that wonder as mystery performers.
0: Well, I think it depends. You know, let's say you're doing a, a a 90 minute show or even a 45 minute show. If you want one part of your show to be a puzzle to be solved or sure. Great. But mm-hmm. like that, because that might add some uh, texture to the show. If every, if not everything else is that same way. So like, mm-hmm. I'm okay with some magic being a puzzle.
1: Mm-hmm.
0: Mm-hmm. I, I don't necessarily do that myself. I don't think I do, but like, I'm okay with it. But I, I think it could be much more than that. I think that's one facet of what magic can be.
1: Yeah, I'm trying to just puzzles proce- are cool. process that. I mean, I love puzzles. I do a lot of yeah. puzzles. <laughs> I, um, I'm trying to think if there's a mentalism equivalent. Um, oh, interesting. Right. In, in my perspective. And I think the closest I get is like, you know, kind of showing a little, not like puzzle, but like peek behind the curtain uh, of like real actual skills we do learn to do like you can use we've talked about it on this podcast before mnemonics for example right so if we're using mnemonics as a covert method behind something else so it feels like real mind reading that's one thing that necessarily i don't want them to know i'm using it in that moment yet a lot of mentalists do overt discussions of mnemonics and do like real memory routines you know so so you have this thing where you can show them like a peek behind the curtain and they're respecting the skill behind it even if it's you know mental skill versus you know like I said dexterity but you can then disguise it that's what I'm saying is you can always wrap it in another layer of deception
0: (laughs) whether or not it's a puzzle is mostly a presentational idea Mm, so a magic example is let's say you have this four sided uh, six sided box uh, box of six sides uh, but they all come apart and then go together and like your presentation is Test conditions, mm-hmm. you put these pieces mm-hmm. together, and then something appears, and your presentation is, how is it possible something got in there? That's yeah. going to create the anal- get the analytical mind going of the audience. Now, for me, the mentalism equivalent is, let's say, for example, the presentation is I'm going to, to one audience member, I'm going to influence you something, mm-hmm. and you sort of almost challenge the audience to determine how you're influencing them to do it. Is it body language? Is it uh, actual language? Is it Mm -hmm. imagery Mm -hmm. behind you? Is it subliminal? Like, and that it's more or less a presentational idea than like a method per se. Right. So like that would be for me, the mentalism equivalent would be just simply presenting it as a puzzle.
1: Yeah. I, I, yeah, of course there's different ways to present mentalism and yeah, sort of doing this challenge, situation could be like that right but then you're almost guaranteeing for people to try and call you out which is a style i never try to do right yeah
0: like that's what i'm saying (laughs) i'm not saying you would do it and i'm not saying i do it either but like i'd be okay with it if i sat through a 90 minute mentalism show and there was one moment Mm -hmm. where like you get a peek behind the curtain and the mentalist says hey i'm gonna influence you this is not a magic trick i'm gonna influence you to come out with what i want you to come out with and See and, if you can see how I'm doing it.
1: Yeah, I'm trying to think if there's like an equivalent to like paper balls over the head or something like that where oh, the, right. the rest of the audience is in on something that the other person is not. And if that right. can play...
0: Well, 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 one example close to that would be like that comes to mind is sort of the Darren Brown mm. uh, whack you in the face finale when it's like everything's sort of tied together. If, if, yeah. one, if one person wasn't in on that reveal... Mm but the rest of the audience was seeing all of that, that would be kind of an equivalent to paper balls over the head. Sorry if we're way too inside baseball on the, That reference, but I don't think so. No, I think people are familiar with that whole Darren Brown finale. Well, I was going to say, if you're not, check out Darren Brown. (laughs) Even even
1: the term "paper balls over the head" is
0: yeah, that's that's pretty inside baseball. Pretty,
1: pretty self explanatory though. (laughs) Hey, yeah, (laughs) Um, but yeah, no, darren's definitely had like pieces in his TV show where they go back and they show the influence leading up to a certain you know something that someone says. But a lot of these are he's putting a process out there for people to latch onto so they're mm-hmm. already satiating that need for trying to figure it out because he's leading them down the garden path he wants them to lead right. which i think is really fascinating and i love it's that very kind of style yeah of it uh but so he's
0: encouraging encouraging that that feeling of feeling satiated
1: yeah that oh we know how he did that <laughs> There's <laughs> Even a, though it's not accurate, there's a piece, and I uh, some people have discovered it on uh, uh, when I did it on an AGT. There's a there's a moment when I asked everyone at home to think of a, a shape within another shape, and mm-hmm. people stopped the video, and I gave them the, a little of. Things what they wanted to find, and I think it just enhanced the effect and what my supposed powers are of influence. Uh, where what do you he, mean? Stopped the video. Stop. They they paused the video and saw me hold up three fingers to make a triangle. Oh and right. And then draw a circle around it. But I only I didn't need to throw that in there per right. se. But I gave them enough that then they were like, okay, this is how this can happen. They right. they gave themselves an answer. Right, and then they weren't necessarily rooting for a, rooting any deeper to figure out <laughs> a deeper. Need. Right. So
0: what we need to be. It as reminds magicians- me. Well, oh, just I was gonna say, Go it
1: reminds me of uh, the best way to hide a, a pirate treasure chest, is to put another treasure chest above it. <laughs> right so that when people are digging down and they think they got they stop they got the treasure chest they don't think to go deeper and find the more valuable treasure chest
0: right no that's a great great uh great analogy but i think where we need to get to the point is because i'm sure and i bet you comments on youtube and so on would (laughs) would uh would confirm this and i don't know that we'll ever get past it but like i'm sure people go like would downgrade like um not the not finding the right word um downvote minimize oh. <laughs> it by going oh that's easy i saw him hold up the three fingers and draw oh, the circle oh yeah i see what you're saying so that's they,
1: what we need to move out mm-hmm, from mm-hmm. some people think that oh just because i learned how it's done even though they couldn't do it <laughs> um, right they think oh well that's i figured it out so it's it's dumb but it's like no and 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 the more we perpetuate the quote-unquote yeah. secrets blah 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 we
0: perpetuate that whole interesting viewpoint of people going oh i know how it's done therefore null and void not important not cool lame yesterday done don't
1: want don't want to watch that right and that's not how it is man and I think, yeah, I like this idea of promoting that as like, yeah, if you do love something and you're, you know, there's that, there's a phrase in magic for a reason. The first time's amazing. The second time's a tutorial, right? That paraphrased. <laughs> Cause if you mm-hmm. you're supposed to only show something once per se, but we just don't live in a society now where you're going to see something once you have people coming back to your show all the time. We have YouTube. People want to rewatch the things they love. And if you're going to watch magic over and over again, you're gonna learn something. You are. It's just gonna happen, I think. Right? You're gonna notice maybe something here and there if you're I looking think so if you're looking for it. And I think yeah. the point is to project this um, attitude of again, if you learn something, and I think this is to clarify your point, if you learn something, it's not gonna ruin the whole experience is just another layer you're peeling back and that you can keep peeling back layers and appreciate things at different layers the more you reveal to yourself and if you want to dive in i mean and get all the way to the core of the layer of the onion if this is the metaphor we're using then at some point you're almost a magician i think too right <laughs> <laughs> like whether you're per- like you're just like a, one step shy of actually performing it than yourself right i think that's a huge step though <laughs> it can be but i'm saying if you're going Step, yeah. deep, 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 deep down the rabbit hole. You're probably interested in it at some level, and then you're probably gonna be it's probably an easy lateral step. Then, to yeah, if you studied it, it for yeah. 10 years just yeah. as a viewer, yeah. I think
0: it would make it easier to jump into for sure. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm, I would agree with mm-hmm. that. Um, but people watch their favorite movies over and over again. Mm-hmm. No one goes, Oh, I already saw the ending, so it's ruined. Yeah. They go, Oh, I've seen it, I know what happens. Yeah, but they don't say it's spoiled spoiled yeah. is only used if it's premature.
1: Right. And I think I think the core of all this is again remembering how people felt from watching the thing. And that's what you're saying with the movie. People are rewatching their movies cuz they had a pleasurable experience that brought them to, you know, to But they're never t- going to get that first watch or, again. Oh yeah, right. Or, unless they
0: totally forget the plot cuz it was years ago and <laughs> magic right. is the same thing.
1: Right. Or if we're working on a new mentalism routine where we wipe people's memories <laughs>
0: yeah, there you go. Um, you don't have to, man. They wipe fun. themselves. I know exactly, <laughs> exactly.
1: But, um, but in terms of yeah, it's people are revisiting it because they felt something warm, fuzzy inside, or something heartfelt, or you know, brought and them. And you are going to get a, something different, different out of
0: it the second time too.
1: Yeah, and I think if we remember that that's what we're trying to do as performers, then it's all the different tools of getting to that and trying to create the emotion. That's where the focus should be. Is my thoughts.
0: I'm with you. I'm with you on that.
1: Cool, man. All right. Well, uh, if you want to chime in and have thoughts on any of that, because I love I love these theory discussions, man. I think that's Yeah, uh, And that's I don't know if we clarified
0: or if we made it more confusing. I'm not sure.
1: <laughs> yeah, let I us I think know. we did clarify, to I be think, honest. I think we did. I think we did. Um, but uh, again, it's, it is a spectrum, and I think there's just... Uh, there's lots of different people that have drawn the line pretty hard and they, they stay on one side of things when it comes to, you know, teaching and exposure and all these other uh, uh, debated topics that are going to be debated for years and years to come after us and years they've been around for years and years before us. And again, we've still thrived as an art form.
0: Yeah. And, and just to be very clear, I discourage anyone from like maliciously going out and like, potentially creating a spoiler for someone. Now look, honestly, the Mm -hmm. truth is, even if you get millions of views on your ambitious card reveal or whatever it is you're revealing, Mm -hmm. right?
1: Yeah,
0: There's going to be very little overlap of people who watched that video and then ended up in an audience. Mm -hmm. And and this is one of the most popular tricks ever. There's still very, in my opinion, a minuscule number of people who watch the video, remember it, and then somehow end up being in the audience where that's going to be performed someday mm-hmm. and have it ruin the experience for them. Because yeah. it's probably a different variation of the routine. They totally forgot what card trick that was, or all those people who watched that video didn't end up in that particular showroom that day. Like, but why take the chance that what you're going to go on and film just for clicks is going to potentially be a spoiler for someone? Why? Yeah. Why?
1: Yeah, right. and I think the the other fear when it comes to like YouTube, TikTok exposure, that kind of thing is if and I think it's rare, I don't think this is the the, the majority of audience magic audience watchers uh or is uh watching you do something in the moment and then immediately looking on Google after to see how it's done. And I think that's what people are, are thinking if there's more of these ex- YouTube channels that expose things—they can just see you in the performance and after it, immediately almost ruin that moment of wonder for themselves. Although they still experienced it, which is probably why they're looking up for <laughs> a, a right. reason to learn. It's just getting them into an attitude of you don't need to do that you don't need to search it after that's an ego thing of that audience member i think but they
0: ain't gonna find it necessarily either that's the thing too like people think you can just find anything on the internet and like it's just not true yeah like you know how much study you'd have to do to like really understand like the psychological stuff that we were talking about like yeah Yeah. you can't just google it and read the top answer and it's gonna answer how danny did that card and a number you know
1: what i mean and i think those people that are searching for things immediately after a performance are gonna find the first thing that solves that need and whether it's right or wrong and just gonna satiate that need themselves and it doesn't even have to be correct because they're just gonna it's that old quote right no explanation is necessary and none will suffice yeah (laughs) right yeah i'm paraphrasing that's not the exact quote but you know what i'm talking about
0: yeah so i mean look when you watch a movie it's up to you how long you want if you're really moved by something it's up to you how long you want to sit in that bubble Mm -hmm. and then go all right all right let's just go get something to eat and now now your mind is kind of moved on right and you're thinking Mm -hmm. about your chicken parm or whatever it is yeah like same thing with the magic it's really up to them how long they want to sit in that bubble and like you know that's that's up to them
1: yeah well, again, we'd love to hear from our listeners. Chime in at mindovermagicpodcast at gmail.com and uh, send, us a, send us your thoughts. Let's jump All right, over. me in a bubble. Let's jump over to Riddles, Matt. Diddle me this. Diddle me that. Will Eric end up stumping Matt? Riddles. I was cleaning up some old papers in my office and found a list with the following names. Washington. Jefferson, Lincoln, Hamilton, Jackson, Grant. The last name on the list was mostly worn away, and I couldn't make it out. What was the last name and why?
0: What was the order of the names again?
1: Washington, Jefferson, Lincoln, Hamilton, Jackson, Grant. And one more I can't read. Okay.
0: Washington, is. I'm thinking presidents, then I'm thinking money. Washington's on the one, but then you said Jefferson. Mm -hmm. Does Jefferson appear on a bill? I believe he does, like a 50 maybe?
1: Mm, I wouldn't say that.
0: Well, (laughs) he's OZ on a $2 bill, and then Lincoln was on the five, and then Hamilton's on the 10, and then uh, Jackson's on the 20. 50 is, who was the last name you said?
1: I said Grant.
0: Grant might be on the 50. So I'm going to go with a non-president on a bill, which would be Ben Franklin
1: you got it exactly right yes uh i was hoping just thinking presidents would trip you up Mm -hmm. again apologies for our international listeners (laughs) not not as familiar with uh our u.s president uh and and uh other founding fathers because you nailed it that is correct franklin is on the hundred dollar bill um do we have higher currency i don't know we might have to look into that
0: not that I'm aware of. Not not in my
1: possession. <laughs> I know in the Simpsons they had the uh, one trillion dollar bill that Monty Burns put himself on. <laughs> so that's pretty fun. I think I think it was him on his, on the bill. I could have that wrong, uh, but yeah, Jefferson's on the two dollar bill. You don't see a lot of two dollar bills anymore.
0: Although I do have a collection. You do. Oh. Magicians do, right?
1: Yeah, I think so. What the about old, um, turn
0: the two ones into the two dollar bill bill switch type thing?
1: How about the coins, Yeah. Can you do the coins because coins have changed over time too
0: lincoln is on the one again on the penny the penny yeah i don't recall who's on the uh the dime Well,
1: nickel is nickel first <laughs>
0: Hmm. i can picture it but I don't, i'm not sure who it is is that jefferson is that, that is jefferson is that? jefferson yeah.
1: by the way this is hilarious because it reminds me uh, speaking of just how fallible our memories are oh there
0: a... you go see they're already
1: wiped There's a great um, like psychological test where you just like show a familiar logo or the one I see a lot is um, all these different variations of a penny and you have to point out which one's the actual penny like which way Lincoln's facing, what the words say. We look at these things all the time. Well, not pennies anymore. They're kind of being phased out. But (laughs) something as common as a penny, we don't really process the details of it because it's just one of those things our brain does to automatically fill in the gap so we don't have to focus on the the, the penny. It's just a vague idea of what a penny is. And then when you're forced to focus on the details, we often have a hard time remembering it.
0: I uh, I was, speaking of TikTok, I was watching some disturbing videos of this guy who walks around in New York City, actually, mm. and, like, asks people. Most of them were pretty young people that he was talking to, like, pretty basic questions, like, how many dimes are in a dollar? Yeah. And there were quite a few kids not able to answer that question, and I don't know, like, is cash so obsolete that
1: they don't know how much a dime is? Maybe, but it's also, they're... Plucking out the right responses For the entertainment of the TikTok video I know I wonder
0: how much of it was real But there were a lot of people And then like they'd show those same people Over and over with different questions And like not I was very I was disturbed.
1: It's sort of like when Kimmel asks basic questions to people outside of his, you know, studio audience. and I think
0: it's the same exact bit, actually, now that you mention it. It wasn't Kimmel, <laughs> but yeah, I think it's probably
1: directly from that. <laughs> and I'm sure they get a lot of people that do know the answers, and they just edit those out, and they just do the dumbest yeah, ones.
0: Yeah, it too. felt pretty not filtered. I don't yeah. know. I was like, is this real? Like, yeah. I literally questioned it.
1: Like, I don't know if it's real or not to
0: this moment, but it was disturbing if it was.
1: Look at me putting my skeptic hat on immediately and trying to solve the Absolutely.
0: <laughs> now I'm gonna. Now I'm gonna Google if it's real or not. Yeah. Yeah. What about like these?
1: Um. Uh. uh you don't do a ton of, or co- you do do coins in your show, but like a little bit. The half dollars, you know, Kennedy on um, them, but like then you get the bigger ones, right? Like uh, dollar silver coins, dollar. silver dollars with the Eisenhower was on some of them, and then yeah. there's like different ones. Do you, I don't know the history of coins. I'm sure there's coin collectors and stuff like that, but uh,
0: yeah, I'm not. I don't recall, but I think, yeah, I think you, you got that right.
1: Okay. Uh, well, let's uh, jump over to trivia and <laughs> let's hope it's about coins. Matt picks up the question, then he stares at it. Eric's at the ready, time to use his wit. Pressure, 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 trivia, pressure,
0: trivia, time.
1: I am Animal ready. trivia. Oh, I do love animals. Let's see how I do.
0: British animal trivia. Wait. Okay. <laughs> what is the national animal of England?
1: The national animal of England. This is interesting. Because, obviously, the queen just passed away. So I'm wondering if that's actually the national animal. Was, <laughs> uh, she, was uh, she was a dog person. She had corgis. But does that make it the national animal? Uh I know the symbol for, like, Scotland, because I saw it a lot while I was there, was the unicorn, and that represented different things. Uh, the national animal. I do have choices. Um, Just seeing if I can pull it out of uh, my head here. Different, uh, like, kind of dragon? I've been watching the new Game of Thrones. <laughs> it's very, you know, based off of, Old history in a fun fantastical way uh and, oh, and then there's the lion which is always very regal uh, hmm. all right give me the choices puffin oh okay lion mm. rabbit mm-hmm. fox okay so a corgi is not on here <laughs> neither <laughs> is a dragon <laughs> The only one that I said that's on this list is lion, so I'm leaning there, but say it one more time. Puffin comes out of left field. i was like, no way it's a puffin. That's my first thought. Go. Puffin? Uh-huh. Lion? Lion, yeah. Rabbit? Rabbit. Fox. Now, I know, like, rabbits and foxes kind of tied in together with the whole fox hunting or Yeah, using foxes to hunt the rabbits. That was a big thing going on the hunt. But i just picturing the flag and coat of arms. It's got to be a lion. Is it a lion?
0: It is a lion. Yeah. <laughs> nice work.
1: Woo. I like that one.
0: <laughs> I liked it too.
1: But uh, the corgi, I guess, was the unofficial.
0: <laughs> yeah, unofficial. There you go. The queen had a corgi? Is that what you said?
1: Cor- yeah, she had a bunch of corgis. Yeah.
0: I didn't know she had a bunch. No, I mean, I wasn't really, I didn't do a whole bunch of research. I, I know she passed. R.I.P. Yeah. Rest yep. in peace, I should say um but no i wasn't up on her animal collection
1: <laughs> that makes it sounds like she had a whole zoo well Which, i don't know i, I have I a mean, zoo so i just I was gonna other say she's, have she's, zoos. she's no matt franco <laughs> <laughs> i uh, think they're
0: actually sending her dogs here
1: oh yeah just because they're like well who will take them every, yeah. uh, matt, matt will take every dog um <laughs> <laughs> uh, matt real quick have you ever had someone take something from your show
0: what do you mean, like, uh, after the show, like, walk out with a piece of equipment?
1: I would say, like, a thing you use in your show that you would like to use again on the next show. Uh, mm. And they took it with them.
0: I don't recall that ever happening. I do have, like, a number of, like, various giveaways, cards that get thrown around, and this and that, that, like, were streamers and things that people will take as keepsakes, but nothing that's, like, not disposable. Um, I believe you told me you had like a name badge taken. Right? <laughs> that's
1: that's what this was. So this, oh, okay. this doesn't happen. This doesn't happen often. It was a one Did we not
0: talk about it here?
1: No, I think I mentioned it to you, but I don't okay. think we really got into it. I oh, do give okay. a lot of things away during my show. So like I write things on pieces of paper and some people after the show they want their drawing. But like, yeah. I, someone walked away with a, a name badge and I was like, sorry oh. if
0: I spoiled it. Cause I mentioned it before it was disclosed.
1: Although now that you're thinking, maybe we did discuss a little bit of
0: this. <laughs> <laughs> but I think you spoiled your story like two weeks ago. <laughs> I,
1: I, think it's, I think it's still fair to discuss. Like it is. again, you, I mean, it's nothing, you know, that wasn't replaceable. It just required me to do extra work so I'd have right, another name right. badge. And I did preemptively like have backups to a lot of my props in case something happens to one of them, whether right. it's something that breaks or walks off. But I'd, I'm just very interested, because like I was trying to figure out what wording could I have said differently to... To clarify, and I think it's just because it's the end of the show, they've seen me give away a lot of things. But and I'm and everyone's reacting. The audience, they're often standing, and I'm trying to then speak over the noise to the people where right. I say to them, "You could leave everything on the chairs, including the name badges, the plastic sleeve." i and I tell them each individually that. So maybe someone was just a little too quick to get off stage and wasn't processing the words I said, and I don't know how I could fix that. <laughs> That the the words I'm saying get through to the head of the person.
0: (laughs) I I, I always, and I've said this over and over on this podcast, that like it's always on us as the performer. If they didn't Mm -hmm. follow the direction correctly, Mm -hmm. it's on us. That's why I'm
1: asking myself in this situation.
0: I have had situations as well that it's a complete mystery Mm -hmm. as to like, (laughs) did I do something wrong? Because, like, it, okay, great example this Mm -hmm. week. And you, I'm sure you had to have had something like this. Uh, I, I pull two people on stage. There's music playing. I, I find one person. I find the next person. And I start bringing them onto the stage. I see someone else seated nowhere near either of them standing up, making her way to the aisle. And I think, and this is kind of as I'm walking through, I'm like, that's an awkward time for this person to choose to like go down the center aisle to like maybe go to the bathroom or something. <laughs> yeah. thought the timing was a little weird, but I was like, mm-hmm. that must be what she's doing. Cause there was like no like pointing from a distance and people being like, Oh me or me, you know, Mm -hmm. that whole thing. But no, she followed the three of us to the stairway up to the stage. And I have no choice in this moment, but to go you. Yes. You. Yes. I didn't point at you. I feel really bad.
1: I've had to do that too. Yeah.
0: And like, granted it's only kind of awkward for her and me because like there's music playing, there's a lot going on. Like the audience doesn't really care. Um, It's just like a short moment of confusion. Right. But like, Later on, Eric, in that same show, the very next audience participation bit, ten minutes later, maybe, I go into the audience. I select two people. They make their way to the stage. I find another couple. Gentleman, uh, very excited, raising his hand. I say, "You, both of you, come with me." I get up to the stage, and he's not on stage. Just the woman, <laughs> and I'm like, "Where is he? What's going?" And I gesture for him to come. And then finally, he makes his way to the stage, and I have absolutely no idea what transpired that made him believe that just she was coming on stage. Also, no clue. I
1: I would have laughed so hard if that first lady who came, or the first person who came up for the, who wasn't supposed to get, just came came up up. instead.
0: (laughs) I mean, it was, and then I and I I literally stopped the show. Wait, got him on stage. The music stops playing. He's seated. Uh, on stage. And I said, sir, I got it. I just, I just got to know what happened here. I said, like, <laughs> I, I clearly, you had your hand yeah. raised. I yeah. clearly said, both of you come with me. Somehow just, she ended up
1: in here, up here, break down for me what happened. Right. Yeah. Cause I'm really yeah. curious. Yeah. 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 That's a funny and, way to, uh, to, to get into it. And also like fun by play with the, he goes on to
0: explain. Yeah. My wife is very introverted. I'm the extrovert. Mm. Which explains nothing explains
1: the opposite.
0: <laughs> the opposite which I pointed out, which gets a laugh. Yeah. and I say, how does that make sense? And I now at this point, I can tell he realizes that what he said doesn't make sense and like doesn't have a fun quip. <laughs> yeah, yeah which yeah. why
1: should he? No, yeah, of course. <laughs>
0: doesn't have a fun quip to like follow up with. So I quickly, you know move the <laughs> show forward. Um, to like on to the next thing because there was the banter was done there was no more there so like I didn't chase it down for more but I still I'm living in wonder
1: that's amazing (laughs) yeah I think we can only do so much as the performer well we try to cover all bases make things clear that people can follow but you're always going to have those moments where just for whatever reason again we don't know if they're drinking or whatever excuse they're going to give themselves yeah. I
0: preach every week that it's our fault anything that like <laughs> this happens. Yeah. And on top of that, it twice in the same night. <laughs> is that a weird coincidence? That is anomaly? Weird. Or was I was I a little off somehow? I don't know.
1: Was there just some sort of energy that you were telegraphing? Like that's the other thing, is like sometimes you don't know that level of it. And I think again, we we bring up these small, random, rare occurrences. It, this is not what happens all the time. The reason we're never. discussing them, you never
0: on... had someone take that name badge before, yeah.
1: ever. Exactly. Right. I've not seen once. them start to walk away with it, but now I've added lines so that I'm very clear, and they know not to. Right. Right. <laughs> so, right, right. So I've adjusted, and I you thought I solved it. You made the appropriate it. changes. Yeah. Exactly. <laughs> But we're talking about these rare instances because they're not common. And I don't want people to think, listen to this, it's like, oh, we're talking about just stuff going wrong all the time in our shows. But um it's it's the reason they're they they stand out in our mind is because they're memorable and we're always trying to figure out how can we fix that or so it doesn't happen again. Uh and it's just one of those things that sometimes it's like, well, we did everything we could and it's still Still happens. You still have someone, like you were talking in the last episode, sitting on a corn purse for the first time. Right, you know, like,
0: right. Yeah. And, like, I can understand if you point from a distance and, like, someone mm-hmm. thinks you were pointing at them. I, mm-hmm. I get that. But in this case, I mean, I, I don't even understand how someone – I, I don't understand. What, I would love to go back and look at the tape and see, like, was there a gesture that I even or, – or did I even look in that direction? I mean, she was seemed to be nowhere near that. And she was, like, not intoxicated, like, right. not, like, trying to make a scene just like clearly thought she was selected
1: what um what are your strategies because that does happen from time to time you point to someone to come up on stage and like another person starts to make their way up how do you handle that I have uh strategies too but I'm curious to hear yours yeah
0: Well, generally, like if I gesture towards someone and there's confusion, I will remain my focus and gesture directly towards the person I'm still focused on. I won't now shift my gaze to the Mm. other person and go, no. Right, right, I will try to remain my focus on the person and I will maybe uh, reference the shirt color they're wearing or glasses or in the hat or something that focuses on the positivity of what I am trying to select versus no, not you in the hat. <laughs> you know what I mean?
1: There's sometimes when I very clear and I, I think I'm clear and I'm getting the person from the audience. They're were work- They know I'm talking to them. They're working their way up. And right. then I, so I think we're good. And then still someone then, Gets up and is halfway all the way to the stage already. I'm just like, right? Whoa, whoa, whoa! whoa. What? Are you doing? <laughs> like, that one's interesting, and I I've covered it with, but I, your strategies are great as well, and I use them too of referencing something specific about that person, what they're wearing, so they know. But then you have other people that think you're still talking about what they're wearing, even though it's a different color. <laughs> I which know. Is
0: hilarious. <laughs> I think that comes from the excitement of like really yeah. like willing that they're gonna get yeah, picked. Yeah,
1: yeah, yeah, yeah.
0: And like, so as soon as they're any sort of
1: mm-hmm.
0: acknowledgement that they're there even if it's not real acknowledgement just maybe you looked by in that area
1: you're um, in the general vicinity of them they're yeah. like he
0: must be me <laughs> right <laughs> yeah. right um
1: so. but the because of that and i'm aware they're excited they do want to participate i ha- then have to like figure out how to quote, let them down easily, that they're not the one I pointed right, to, right? right. So, so the way I handle that, and I was like, oh, I, I, I was actually talking to this person, like, we're welcoming them on stage, but like, if we can, I'll try and get you involved in some way, and sometimes I just don't do it, you know, because I don't have enough time to go back to, you know, another volunteer, especially if it's at the end of the show. Right, right. But I try to at least acknowledge their excitement and a little bit of that disappointment that they're not coming up so that the audience doesn't think I'm just a jerk that ignored them, be like, not you, go back, right? Right. So so I still want to be cognizant of that moment in the show. Same.
0: I actually had to call reference to it Mm -hmm, once mm -hmm. the music came off. I think I waited like five minutes and then when the next thing happened, I had an opportunity to like call attention to it. Like, Hey, yeah. I saw this happen. Yeah, I know yeah, you yeah. all saw this happen. We still love you. Sorry. I wasn't pointing yeah, at you.
1: That's great. And I think you, know? you, you gotta, you gotta remember, even though sometimes we're apt to view the audience as a whole, this whole mob mentality, you know, as as one quote, the audience, you still gotta remember there's individuals and we gotta, you know, respect them and talk to them as individuals and, manage their expectations sometimes as well
0: i will say i was completely blown away though because when i pointed at the guy i was picking i mean my finger was not a social distance away from him i mean he (laughs) was like but i mean i don't know how i could have been more direct which is why i'm you know your finger was there
1: (laughs) on his forehead and he's like (laughs) maybe he's touching someone else's forehead (laughs) (laughs)
0: But I know it was just an honest miscommunication and, you know, a little bit of excitement mixed in there. So (laughs)
1: there you go. Exactly. Well, Matt, we should wrap up again. uh, We are uh, we we, kind of can squeeze by goals because. Yes, uh, we can. We are recording this early since you are away when this drops. I hope I'm
0: on a beach sipping a Mai Tai somewhere when you're hearing this. I really do. So
1: so I guess that could be your goal. But I was going to (laughs) say we could do our do our goals from last week and just assume we're still working on those. Uh so uh if you wanna do that, that's good. Uh but uh let's jump over to plugs. We'll just assume our gold's carry over. Plug Matt, what do you want to plug? Since
0: I'm on vacation, my cameo is shut down this week. It'll Mm. be back in October. Uh but uh to hold you over, you can follow me on the socials at Matt Franco. You can follow mind magic pod on the socials and you can find information from my live shows at mattfranco.com and you can even subscribe um to my instagram at mattfranco from the main profile page there is a new subscribe feature for exclusive content
1: will you i mean we're talking about future you because you're not on the vacation yet but will there be vacation photos to check out for people on there, your social i'm sure there There will certainly be will <laughs> excellent Excellent. Um, uh, I'm going to be on the road a lot. I'm entering conference season and doing colleges as well. Uh, So unfortunately, uh, there'll be some public shows uh, that'll pop up, I'm sure. Uh, But the best way to see where I'm uh, performing, where you can actually see me, is by visiting my uh, website, ericdittleman.com. But more specifically, my social media, which has my link tree. I put those tickets up on there so you can see them, Uh, slash E Dittleman. Uh, and um, I'll probably be at the Midnight Theater again, and popping into Speakeasy. I just don't have other specific dates because by the time this dropped, I've already done both of those Midnight Theater gigs. Uh, but more to come, and then of course you could book me if you really want to see me in the full show. Diddleman.com for corporates and colleges and holiday parties coming up. So uh, we'd love to. I'd love to hear from you and see what we can work out. And then, lastly, as well, always have to appreciate our lovely patrons uh, that support the show. And you can also support the show by going to Patreon.com/slash/MindOverMagicPodcast, and you too could get a shout out like our lovely producers, who we appreciate and love: Dr. Bob Baker, James Dawson, and Jesse Miller. Thank you so much for supporting the show. Uh, Matt, is there anything else? Do we cover everything? Only one thing we didn't cover. The episode is now.
0: Over.